Hello, delectable moms. I'm so excited to have you here again. I want to say thank you for being a part of this coaching again. Thank you so much for hanging through. It's our third week and God has been faithful. Thank you so much for your commitment. Thank you for your time. And thank you once again for trusting me to hold your hands through the season of restoration and reinvigoration. And I want to believe that you've been having a great time. Hallelujah. It's our module three today, and we're going to be talking about spiritual vision. I know many of us are here because we want to have a restored uh, prayer life, a restored study life, a restored fasting life, and all of that. But I want to point our direction to what really matters that would eventually help us to um, smash our goals and actually get what we want out of this coaching. Now, Praying, fasting, studying, reading the Bible, all of that are actually not the things that help you to build a, a strong work with the Lord, that would help you um, get more intimate with God. They are actually just vehicles. They are vehicles that drive you, that channel you towards you know, that, 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 that which you desire. Now, that which you desire really is a vision. Is a vision, is a standard, it's a vision that you actually want to attain in Christ. It's something that you desire, but many times we it's a latent thing in us, but we just chase after the activities. Whereas there are certain things that actually need to be dealt with, there are certain things that we need to be conscious of that would then, you know, um, become uh, that would then make us have the need to want to study, to want to read our Bibles, to want to pray, to want to fast, and all of that. And that is why we want to draw a vision. A vision is your why. A vision is um, the reason why you want to do something. Is what you what is actually making you stand up and you know act. You know we all know about vision. We probably have you know visions for our businesses, for our careers. We have businesses in our places of work. Um, you know, you know, vision is not what is new to us, but I know that many of us don't actually know that we can actually set a vision for our spiritual life as well. Amen. So your vision is your why. It is what is driving you to have a relationship with God. It is what, um, it is what you can say, uh, 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 or is the reason why you want to develop intimacy with God. They are the things that instigate your desire to stay connected with God. So I don't want you to just say, oh, I love God. I want to be with God. Why do you actually want to know God? Why do you want to stay close to God? Why do you want to remain intimate with God? Why do you want to have a strong relationship with God? And it's not about bread and butter. It's not about his blessings. It is not about what you want to get from God. It is much more than that. You know, but a lot of times we've been conditioned to just study, read the Bible and all of that, pray. But really, what is actually driving us? Many of us don't know or have not come to the consciousness, but we just know something is pushing us to want to do that. So I want to, today's model is to help us to see our why, to help us to define our why. So it's not just about saying, oh, I want to have a good study life. I want to have a good prayer life. Why do you want to have a good prayer life? Why do you want to know? uh, Why do you want to study your Bible? You know, why do you want to be connected with God? Why do you want to have a strong, intimate relationship with the Lord? Amen. So we're going to be um, drawing up our vision, our spiritual vision by the end of this model. 
Alright, so um, I want to assure you that by the time we're through with this module and we get into our next module, which is, which is um, the goal setting. So we're going to be setting goals in the areas of prayer, study and, all, and some other things which we're going to get on when we get there. But this is a very, very crucial point that we need to, you know, really eat on before we get into all of that. Now, your why, as I said before, is your vision. The Bible says in, in Habakkuk, you know, Habakkuk 2.2. It says that write down the vision, clearly inscribe it on tablets so one may easily read it. The Bible admonishes us to have a vision clearly written down, something that you know you can run with. Now, Abakuk was about to make a decision, he was about to you know do something, but he needed the Lord to speak to him. That was what was going to you know um, be his reference point, that was, what was going to be his, his um is um point of um what's the word now is point of drive that, that's what is going to actually bring him back that is what that is what is actually going to be thinking of while he's running and doing everything he needs to do so this also our why our vision is what we have at the back of our mind while we're praying while we're fasting while we're studying while we're doing everything that we need to do even as believers it is what we have at the back of our minds is what is instigating us what is driving us it is what is um, um fueling our convictions or is our convictions that you know help us and give us motivation and help us to have energy to disperse even in these other areas of our life such as studying praying and all of that all right also your your vision I want to just I want to just give us some pointers to what our vision is actually you know it's actually a mark it's a mark that you want to get to it's a mark that you want to get to as a believer all right so I want to ask you what is the mark you want to get to as a believer now Apostle Paul in um, first Corinthians then was saying that I press towards the mark of the high calling all right, so there was a mark that Apostle Paul had ahead of him. That mark, so he was was moving, he was doing everything he needed to do. He was preaching, um, healing, you know, doing all of that teaching. It was because he needed to get to a mark. He said he was pressing, so he's pressing, he's moving. He was doing every other thing, but it was towards a mark. So your vision is that mark you want to get to as a believer. At the end of the day, what what would you have said I, I, I have become or I have... Um, gotten to in my work with the lord all right so your vision is that mark that you want to get to as a believer is that place that you said to yourself that yes i know that by the time i get to this mark no i've done so much for god already amen now also your your why is your utmost desire now as humans we have desires here and there we have many things that we are desirous of desirous of rather but your utmost desire all right is is what um makes up your vision all right what is your utmost desire as a believer what is your utmost desire as human what is your utmost desire as a child of god your utmost desire may be to you know have um evangelized and won like millions of souls for christ or for you to have reached out to people via your business via your um, career but you have an utmost desire for some people they could be their own desire is to just you know keep loving on god and just if even if they have, they have the opportunity to just sit in one place not do any other thing and just you know just be there worshiping god it's an utmost desire for some people all right so what is your utmost desire 
your utmost desire knowing your utmost desire will help you to be able to channel you know certain activities towards making that desire a profitable one and something that is worthwhile also your vision you know tells of the standard you want to live by as a believer your vision tells of the standard you want to live live by as a believer now we cannot just we're not just living life casually we're not just living life like that every one of us one way or the other we are tilted towards a standard either the standard of god or standard of this of satan all right so for you as a believer you need to know what is the standard that you want to live by that is why we go to the word of the lord because the word of god is our standard so every time you're going to the word of god you're not just reading your bible because they said let us read our bibles you're reading your bible because you want to know the standard of god for you as a mother as an example so yes you are now a mother you're a mother of young children what is the standard that you want to use to raise your children with what is the standard that you want to live your live your own life as a mother to how do you want to raise your children the bible says that train up a child in the way it should go you cannot train a child with what you don't know you train a child with what you know all right so once you are able to say oh i need to have a standard for my life then it is it, it now draws you to begin to read your bible to begin to pray coming with your holy spirit because you want to know the standard that you need to live your life by amen also your vision tells of what you're focused on so what are you focused on what is your focus all right so once you're able to know that my focus is the kingdom of god my focus is the kingdom agenda my focus is the will of god my focus is you know god and god and god then you know that he's not just saying that my focus is the kingdom of god you need to now begin to do certain things to help you to fill that focus or to help you to keep that focus alive to keep that focus you know in place so that is when you begin to pray and ask holy spirit to help you not to be distracted by the distractions of the world and cares of the world so your vision you know tells of what you're focused on your vision would also tell of what you're willing to sacrifice your earthly pleasures to be to have or to do amen so your vision helps you it tells of the sacrifice that you're willing to make all right because we as believers you know our lives our lives our lives as as believers is actually a beautiful one but it's actually full of sacrifices because there's something that we want to take that this flesh cannot um cannot be still be there for us to embody those things all right so we need to let go of certain things for us to be able to take up divinity so your vision tells of your sacrifice of what this what sacrifice you're willing to make are you willing to sacrifice your job sacrifice your business sacrifice certain things to ensure that you know god is formed in your life so that um you know you're able to um reach the standards of god number six what are you um what can you boast of as a believer so your vision tells of what you can boast of as a believer in your vision once you have a vision it helps you to mold your life in such a way that you're not just living as a believer you're not just part of the people that say oh god is a good god when they ask you that tell us about your god you say my god is a good god my god is, is this and that you know when you have a vision and you're running with that vision all right you are able to have concrete 
tangible, you know, powerful things that you can boast of about God. So that when you are speaking to people about Christ, they know that this one is not just speaking out of a, being a bread and butter believer. You are speaking out of a believer that actually knows God, that has encountered God. So what will be your boast as a believer? This is all leading. This are all leading in your vision. And lastly, your vision tells of your easy to get button. It tells of what you know people can easily press you because they know that this one is a believer. Let's say, for example, people um, um, always come around you because they know that once they speak to you, they have godly counsel that you can give to them. All right, so you know that when people are always coming to me for godly counsel, you know that you need to sustain that activity from by you staying with the word of god receiving divine wisdom by you praying to receive divine wisdom because you know that hey people are coming to press this my button all right to be able to receive from you from god through you all right so your vision working in the vision working as a visionary believer helps you to keep all of these things in place all right so you know that you're not just doing things because you are doing them you are doing things because there's something that you want to run your life by there's something that you want to um um channel your energy your spiritual um activities by there's something that you know you're trying to gain um gain um um uh, what's the word now there's something that you're trying to gain momentum for to be able to achieve all right so it is important for us as believers to actually have a spiritual vision Amen. So I'm going to be giving us six dimensions of um, how to draw up a, a, a spiritual vision. I call it the six dimensions of our why. All right. So remember, your why is the vision. Why you're actually chasing after God. Why you actually want to um, be closer to God. Why you want to have an intimate work with the Lord. So I'm going to be giving us six dimensions of this vision. And remember, so we're going to be drawing our vision at the end of this. Um, class at the end of this model so six dimensions of the vision six um dimensions i think that's just a good word to use for yes six dimensions of our vision remember i said earlier that fasting praying reading the word of god they're actually just vehicles to um help us to obtain a certain thing in christ now this certain thing is our vision and there are things that actually matter you know that actually um, um, tell of how intimate and how intentional you are about getting close to God. The first one is um, the presence. Now I have six P's: the presence, 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 promise, personality, partnership, purpose, and price. So the first one, presence. Now the presence tells of you know um, you enjoying God, you enjoying who god is the presence of god you know is is you being able to um live is like you're living inside god and god is living inside of you all right so your vision you know um helps you to create a system where you are doing everything possible to have the presence of god around you to have the presence of god in you to have the presence of God, you know, just all around you. All right. So that means that, you know, for you to host the presence of God, you cannot just sit down and fold your hands and say, God, come and dwell with me. No. You know that that is what now begins to drive you to want to be a person of worship, to be a person of prayer and communicating with God and all of that. 
So the presence of God is a desire, just like David. He said that I was glad when I was told to come to the house of the Lord. It is, it is not just, um, you know, a, a, a location or something or somewhere that you experience God. No, it's a lifestyle. You also in the presence of God is a lifestyle so that everywhere you go, you feel, you know that God is with you. God is with you. Then all that you're doing, the presence of God is with you, is involved in all areas of your life. So you draw your vision in such a way that, you know, you are about hosting the presence of God in your life at every point in time. Amen. So you want to ensure that the presence of God is with you. You are a carrier of the presence of God. God knows you and you know God as well. All right. Everywhere you go, God is with you. So number one, presence. Presence. You know that you're 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 running your Christian race because you want to ensure that the presence of God is with you. You are praying, you are meditating, you are fasting because you want to ensure that God's presence never leaves you. Amen. And because it's like the best thing ever. The Bible says in um, um, Psalm 16 that in the presence of the Lord there is fullness of joy. At His right hand there are pleasures forever. All right. The presence of God is is like the best place that you can ever be. David said that I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to be, a, you know, in the company of the unrighteous and all of that. You know, so the presence of God is what you want to host, what you want to ensure that is with you at every point in time. You are walking in God's presence. God also is walking in you. You, you know that God is with you. All right. So the second one is promise. All right. Now, this is what God wills for you. For every, every one of us as believers, there are certain sets of promises that God has already apportioned to be established in your life as a believer. All right. When you look through the scriptures, you see promises. But because a lot of people just read the Bible because, you know, they want to read the Bible and just have some kind of head knowledge. But when you know that hey, there's a, God has certain promises for me. That my life must manifest then you know you are going into the world to fetch out those promises you are going to the place of prayer to discuss with God how that promise will come to bear all right you are fasting because you need to mention that the enemy does not hijack the fulfillment of that promise so you can see what I'm trying to say here that you know we're fasting praying studying because there's a because there are sets of promises that need to come to manifestation in our lives Amen. So you are drawing your vision to help you to align yourself to the promises of God. Amen. So God has promises for you and I. So what we are chasing after is chasing after the fulfillment of that promise. So my vision, my um, the my, my vision, you know, has to do with the promises of God over my life coming to manifestation. So also with you as well. And as I said before, everything you're doing, you're going to the word of God, you're praying because you want to know the promise of God and you want to pray to manifestation. The third one is your personality. This is what God expects you to become, expects you and I to become. You know, when you look through Galatians 5.22, it talks about the fruit of the spirit. That is what, you know, God wants your life to ooze out. That is the fruit that God wants to see in your life. For me, I just tell myself that, oh, I want to become like Jesus. That's like my mantra. I want to become like Jesus. I want my life to be transformed, to be changed, to become like Jesus. Second Corinthians 3.18, it says, We all with unveiled faces are reflecting the glory of the Lord and are being transformed into that same image from glory to glory, 
this is from the Lord who is the Spirit. So we, as we behold in the mirror, we are being transformed from glory to glory. We are being transformed to the image of Jesus. That is why you are reading your Bible. The Word of God is supposed to transform and change us. The Word of God is a mirror that you see yourself, you see the state of your life, and then you don't just see the, the brokenness or the... Um, the 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 fruit of our lives there's also the solution there's also the power to be transformed from that which we you know are to what we are supposed to be amen so your vision tells of your of the personality transformation all right tells of who you want to be who you want to become in god Amen. So I'm reading my Bible. I'm praying to the Holy Spirit to open to open me to me to make me see what I, what is actually still wrong in my life. So you're not just reading your Bible. You're not just praying and just fasting because they said we should or because of what some people said. You know we should do. You're actually praying. You're fasting. You're studying the Word of God because you want your personality to become like Jesus. You want to become like Jesus. You want your senses, your mind to become like the mind of Jesus. Amen. So this is the reason why my, my personality must change. My personality must change. My person, my aura, my character, everything must align to who Jesus Christ is. That is why I'm going to study the word of God. That is why I'm going to read my Bible. That is why I'm going to pray. That is why I'm going to read Christian books to see people who has who had who have gone ahead of me and have lived, you know, their life in a certain way that I desire to. That is why I'll read about them, about their mistakes, about their victories and everything. That is why I'll fast to be able to subject and kill my 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 uh, my earthly desires, my earthly passions. You know, because I want because this is my body, my personality, my person must become like Jesus. Amen. Also, the third one is partnership. Alright, partnership. This is how God expects you and I to live our lives. God did not make you to live on your own or to live according to the standards of fellow humans or to live with just fellow humans holding you by the hands. He wants you to live your life being held and being in partnership with the Holy Spirit. So we pray every time to be able to commune with God. And you, know, and you know God has sent His Holy Spirit to us to comfort us, to lead us, to guide us. The Bible says that those that are led by the Holy Spirit are the sons of God. Those are the true sons of God. Those are the true daughters of God. Those that are led by the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to the Word of God. I'm praying. I'm fasting so that this my body can be subjected to the Holy Spirit. So that my mind, my emotions my whatever it is can be subjected to the holy spirit and i can be in full partnership with the holy spirit so it is not just about me what i like what i feel what i think it is about what the holy spirit feels because it's the bigger partner in this system all right so my vision tells of my desire to be in partnership with the holy spirit which then drives me to do every other thing to ensure that the holy spirit is still in me and I'm continuously hosting the presence of the Holy Spirit. Number five is my purpose. This is what God expects me to do in life because He brought me, He brought us here on earth for a purpose. Alright, so my vision tells of the fact that my purpose is there and it needs to be actualized. Amen. So I'm chasing after God. To receive of him equipping, to receive of him wisdom, to receive of him grace, to receive of him um, resources, to receive of everything that I need to be able to achieve my purpose, the purpose that he gave to me. Amen. So I'm going after God, chasing after God, doing everything, reading my Bible, studying, 
um, fasting, evangelizing, all of those things, because this purpose must come to fruition. Amen. I'm doing everything I need to do. I'm going for discipleship courses. I'm doing all of this because I need to equip myself with knowledge. I need to equip myself with um, wisdom to be able to achieve this particular purpose. Also, for us as mothers, you know that one of the reasons why God has given us those children is actually to mentor them, to nurture them. Alright, so we need to go back to God to be able to fulfill that purpose. It's not just as if we want to buy clothes for children, we want to just have some people around us to smile with, to laugh with. No, there's a purpose that which there's a purpose for which God put those children in your hands. Amen. So also, you know, every other kind of assignments that we get to do that, you know, sum up to be our purpose. There's something that God Almighty wants you to do with your life. And those, um, you can only be equipped and empowered for those things when you actually study the word of God, when you pray, when you live a fasted life and all of those things. So, um, we as mothers, we cannot just say, oh, I'm not trying my children. That is not the only purpose why God Almighty made us. There are other several things, you know, as specific to you and I. Amen. Now, the last one is the prize. Now, this is what God will reward your living with. What God will reward your living with. Amen. So, I'm setting my life in a particular standard to do certain things because there is a price waiting for me. Amen. There are mansions, there are stars, there are crowns, there are great robes of glory waiting for me in heaven and even here on earth as well. All right. But I need to run the race. Apostle Paul said, I run towards the mark of the high calling. Some versions said, I run towards the mark of, for the prize. Amen. And running is, 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 is running with urgency. Is running with zeal. Is running not, is running with the mindset that I don't have all the time in the world. That is why we will not allow motherhood to shrink out our time of running, to shrink out or to slow us down or to weary us and, you know, make us to stop running. Because there is a price. There is a mark we, we are running towards. There is a price we are running towards. There's something that God Almighty has said it will reward your faithful living here on earth with. Amen. So, what will God reward you um, with? Those are the, we're talking about the prices. What God will reward you and I? What will we, what He will reward our living with? So, I'm reading my Bible. I'm studying. I'm doing everything diligently because I need to align myself with everything that will help me to win the prize. For uh, take an, take for example an athlete. An athlete wants to win the race, but is it really just say I want to win the race and just get on the on the on the on the race and just like that as, and wins. No, it doesn't happen. The athlete knows he wants to win the race. He knows that there is a cup, there is whatever kind of prize and then he begins to exercise, he begins to cut his diet, he begins to do this and do and do that because of that prize. So for us as believers, our own activities are reading the word of God, aligning ourselves in the place of prayer, fasting to kill the to, 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 to kill the flesh, you know, doing all of those things, staying in God's presence to meditate and to and to know his will so that we are able to be equipped and empowered to be able to run in the race and to run effectively, to run efficiently and to be able to get the prize. Amen. So this is very important for us. We as mothers, you must not allow this time of motherhood, you know, with our little children to slow us down in the race because there is a price ahead. There is a price ahead. There is a price ahead. And we don't have all the time in the world. 
if you notice apostle paul he was a man of urgency he was a man of urgency he was a man that was swift he didn't allow anything to hold him back when you may say oh he was a he's a man he was a man i'm a woman yes i know that we are women but i also realized you know that god almighty has strength deployed to every one of us at every point in time to help us keep sorry to help us um remain in the race and to run as we should and that is why we're actually here because for us to be able to get to remain on the race and to win the prize we need to ensure that our study life our prayer life everything is intact as should as it should be those are our equipping to be able to get the prize amen so we've been able to see six things six dimensions of our vision the first one is presence the second one is promise the second one is the third one is personality the fourth partnership the fifth purpose and the sixth prize so these are the things that actually matter these are the things that are actually bad. These are the things driving us. These are the things, you know, instigating our desire to actually want to be with the Lord. These are the things that actually make us to now go back to say, oh, yes, I need to study. I need to read my Bible. I need to spend time praying. I need to spend time meditating. I need to live a fasted life. I need to be in a community of like-minded believers. I need to go for conferences. I need to read books. I need to do this and this because I must maintain the presence of God. Because I must get into the promise of God. I must obtain his promises. Because my personality must be transformed to Jesus' personality. Because I must remain in partnership with the Holy Spirit. Because my purpose must be actualized. And because I must obtain the prize. Amen. So we're not just beating the boot. We're not just boxing in the air. Like Apostle Paul said, that we're not just boxing in the air. We're not just, you know, just doing activities for the sake of nothing. Or for the sake of, um, um, of, 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 um, uh, what's the word now for the sake of um 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 reasons that are actually mundane all right well i'm actually i'm not beating the bush i'm not boxing in the air i'm intentional i'm deliberate i am i am you know i know what i am doing and when i'm not doing what i'm supposed to be doing i know what is at stake i know that oh the presence of god is at stake i know that my promise is at stake i know that my personality may not be transformed if i don't study the word of god if i don't spend time in, in the place of prayer amen so i'd like us to just you know go back now to sketch up our vision i'm going to send us a template you know in our worksheet so that you'll be able to have a better understanding of how to structure yours so you having this why you having your vision on ground will then help us to set our goals and we're going to be setting goals in our next model we're going to be setting goals and that's when we're going to be touching on how we can now you know revive our prayer lives revive our study lives and all of those things so that this vision that we are written can be actualized all right so thank you so much i trust that the holy spirit will give you um deeper understanding in the mighty name of jesus amen thank you so much for being a part of today's podcast i love and celebrate you do have extended time and see you in the um chat room when we have our review by god's grace bye